to win pizza for life. You've got through Sunday evening to come by and do that, and they'll give you all the all the instructions on that. We've got a we've got a a, a sign up going on here with the, our friends down the hall at Fox Sports Central Texas. In fact, Q's here today as well. You can come by and meet Q and say hello. Uh, where you can win two large pizzas. Or several large. We're going to give away some some large pizzas, and we're going to give away uh, twenty five dollar gift cards. So we got several of those to give away. So you can come by and register for that. Also, when you come by, and, and we've got several, but uh, and I don't know how long they'll last. So if if, if we run out, I, I apologize. But I'm going to tell you straight up, we've got some. Uh, I like them. We got I got one at home. I, I snuck one home. We, they're they're Texas Ranger. Uh, uh, throw uh, not throw rugs, but uh, throw blankets. I mean, you know, just the kind of little blanket that you have on the couch and kind of snuggle with while you're watching television. And the ceiling fan gets you too cold. I- I'll give you those. Uh, I'll give them out if you come by and ask me for them while supplies last. And I'm gonna tell you right now, we've got about five left, so you can come by here and say, "Hey, Tom, hook me up." We're we're right off of I-35, right off of the interstate. You can't miss it. You can see our van out front, and. Uh, We've got we're we're right in the Central Texas marketplace, uh, right off of I-35. So you can't miss us. You know where we're at. It's the same location for Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Stephen Simcox, good afternoon, and how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Tom. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me roll with you today. Um, I'm I'm not as good as you because I'm not sitting there in that great old Chicago air conditioning. But excited that they're reopening. Uh, it's a great place. I love their pizza there. I love their food. Um, they have some good beverages if you're into that as well. And as you said, uh, a nice TV setup. So happy that they're back in the community and uh, glad we can uh, support them and they can support us a little bit today. So you, you, the rundown, I mean, is that pretty much what you would expect on the 14th day of June? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I was <laughs> a new head football coach at Midway High School. A little surprising, wouldn't you say? But when, when, with Jeff Hume stepping away and moving on to legacy, I, 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 I think we all felt like that that was, was going to be the direction that uh, Midway was going to go. But, you know, there's no, certain, uh, no certainty that that's what they're going to do. But w- what was your overall thoughts when you saw it this morning that it was finally official? Obviously happy for Shane Anderson. And, and as you said, we kind of thought this could be a direction they would go. He's got those Midway ties. I uh, did a really nice job at Conley over the last few years as their head football coach. They were a force in the playoffs there in 4A. So excited for him, one, because he's just a good dude and a good leader and molder of young men. Um, it's it's a big step up, right? Like it's 6A football. It's in a district that is uh, highly competitive, might be the biggest understatement of the year. You know, there, there's a team that could win a state title in that district. There's a couple teams in that district that could win a state title next season. Um, and Midway struggled last year but i feel like jeff moving on he did a great job um shane coming in now maybe this can bring some some new energy some new excitement there and uh that could possibly lead to a bounce back but yeah not uh not shocked uh understand that he's done a great job here on the local scene for a while and now he's getting to uh bump up and get a chance to do this uh at midway in a uh, in a district that's going to be highly competitive and is going to test his guys for sure. You know the one thing that I was, in your right, you're 100 percent correct. Uh, the opportunity to coach in in 6A and really compete in that, all those things that go into it. But you know the one thing that I thought about was 
he, he was finally home. I mean, that's where he grew up. That's where his parents grew up. Uh, I went to I went to school with his parents. I mean, he was he was a Conley cadet, yeah. and you know what? He is a Conley cadet. That was the one thing that I thought. Well, if anything is going to keep him out in Northcrest, that might be the thing. And, and by the way, that Conley job's a pretty good one too. Now, right? Like that's that's open. They got <laughs> yeah, a, they got a few athletes there that can go. Uh, and I feel like part of it, and we'll ask Brad Shelton about it too, but for Midway, a big part of it might be you're in the middle of June, as you said. So do you, mm-hmm. where maybe typically you might cast a wider net, um, do you say like, hey, Shane's definitely got the inside track here because he at least has familiarity with who these kids are. You know, he knows this area. He, he, know, he understands what it takes and what it means to have a head coaching job, and he can sort of hit the ground running because – we're not too far from two days, and I know the guys are in the middle of summer workouts right now. But there's not going to be a ton of time for whoever came in to learn your personnel, kind of get to know everybody, um, get the feel of everything before you had to start practice. So Shane having a, a, a head start in that department might have been a, a huge draw here as well. I think it makes sense for him to come over and, and take that job. I, I think, in, in Matt, I want to get your opinion. I think you had two choices here. You had to have a guy, and you, you had to have that, you know, the proverbial number in your, in your in your billfold that you know that you could dial up at any time and make this work, which was Shane, or you had to promote from within. You were in the you're in the middle, as you point out, you're in the middle of June. It's not like you can go on a on a statewide search for the right person and go through that long interview process where you narrow it down from 300 applicants to 60 to to 15 to you know you know the process that they go through he had to either promote from within or have his guy and i think the same holds for conley right now guys you either got to promote from within one of the coordinators or you got to have your guy that you know i can make this phone call tomorrow and he'll be here what fascinates me is on a job like Conley, I think they've been good enough that I think there'll be people all across the state. And, and y'all may, y'all know that program, there may be somebody that's like real obvious, like, oh, this guy's, this guy's, you know, been a good play caller. This, this has been a, you know, obviously they played really good defense for years now. But that's a, that, that is a, to me, that's a place where an up and coming coach who's maybe won it, uh, lower levels, some great offensive coordinator at the 4A, uh, 5A level. I, I don't know. I think, I think it's an exciting opening, and I would be interested to see. It's easier when it happens at this time of the year just to go get somebody you're familiar with, and that may be the best thing to do. What, what I, what, with Shane, I mean, I, I, I hope, and I think he is, going in with his eyes wide open because you go from a dominant a place of of dominance and having this great run and i i don't know i i it almost seems like almost a rebuild like like you're going into a situation not only do you kind of have to redo some things but you've got to put some things together that allow you even to compete because tom you did those games this year and i was kind of watching all the scores and keeping up with it, and it, they were not competitive a lot, and and that's a problem, especially at a school <laughs> with proud history like Midway that's gone deep in the past. It's it's it, it may be an unfair thing to even bring up because they got put in this horrific district. I mean, when I say horrific, I'm talking about 
one of the most talented districts in the country. When Baylor or Texas or Texas A&M, when they go out recruiting, they're looking at that district. It's like one of the first districts in the state of Texas. So I think I the thing, I don't, and you guys know this better than I do, I think at Midway to win quickly, you need a trick. You need a trick. And, and what I say by that, I mean the run-and-shoot type coaches that, and I'm not saying that's his style, but I'm saying to turn that thing around quickly, you need something other than mono mono lineup power football because I'm afraid you're going to get you're going to keep getting demolished if you do that. Well, and, and you may. I mean, we'll we'll talk to we'll talk to Brad and we'll talk to Shane here in a few minutes about uh, about the opportunities for coordinators and assistant coaches and all that. And I know they can't get into a lot of personnel detail because it is personal uh, with their personnel. So we'll uh, we'll get into all of that with uh, with 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 uh, Brad Shelton and with Shane Anderson. But make no mistake about it, Shane Anderson knows exactly what he signed up for. He knows exactly what's going on within that program. He has kept that program uh, on on. Uh, on his radar the entire time. So he knows exactly what he's getting into. All right, tell you what let's do. Let's step aside here, and when we come back, we are, we'll talk a little bit about Old Chicago Pizza Tap Room, and then we'll uh, we'll get into some college baseball, baseball conversation with Stephen Simcox. We'll do that as we broadcast live from Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. We are just off I-35 in the Central Texas Marketplace. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. Come see us. Meteorologist Mike LaPointe, partly cloudy and humid tonight. An isolated shower possible early this evening with all the humidity. Low temperatures fall to 74 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow. 97 for the high with a heat index of 102. And sunshine and humidity continues on Wednesday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series, DBU and Virginia this afternoon, and tonight Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha. Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight, game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1, tip is at 6-30. In game four of the West semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers, with the Jazz leading that series 2-1, tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time. We are live this afternoon from Old Chicago Pizza Tap Room, and we're joined now by the uh, Senior Vice President of Operations, Rodney Conant. Rodney, first of all, thank you so much for having us out here. This is uh, this has been a cool day so far. Yeah, it's been it's been a great day. I mean, it's been a huge blowout opening. We're really excited to be back here in Waco, Texas. This is our 82nd Old Chicago, and coming back to Waco was a big deal for us. We were a little bit slower coming out of the pandemic, reopening this restaurant. But we're super excited to be here. I mean, we had over 130 people outside lined up to get inside today, even in this heat. So we're really, really glad to be back here. And not to get into a lot of great detail, but what did your research tell you? Why did you choose to come back to Waco? Because Waco is a growing community and a growing town. I mean, it's got such a great reputation. Everybody, you mentioned Waco, Texas, anywhere in the country. People know exactly where it is. And Baylor and BU, we had such a big connection with them last time we were here. And rebuilding that connection today with the coach was fantastic. And just, you know, Waco's got that feel. We've been around about three weeks trying to reopen this restaurant. I've been driving to Home Depot, to Lowe's, getting all those things that you need, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and everybody's telling me, oh, you're with Old Chicago. Can't wait till you get back open. I mean, the guys at Best Buy said they're coming right. by when they close up tonight because, of course, we had to get a couple more TVs. You know how it always works. But, sure. yeah, I mean, everybody's really excited us to be back in the community. Not only did we have a gut feeling it was going to be good, but when we got here, everybody telling us, wow, we missed you and we can't wait for you to be back. That was so heartwarming. When we talk about Old Chicago Pizza Tap Room, when we mention that name, what do you want people to take? What's the takeaway? I want them to take away that we're, you know, a tap beer authority. You know, we're a craft beer authority, too, but we're also a tap beer authority. We have 40 draft beers, and we hunt 
far and wide to find the best tap beers we could find. And we have five local brews here from Waco that I'm really excited about. You know, Waco Ale and Company's got a, a hop beer that's just incredible that I think everybody should get down here and try out. But not only the beers, but the food's fantastic, too. You know, we've launched some new pizza just last week, Insanity Pizza, which is here live uh, in Old Chicago, Waco, which is a Detroit-style pizza, light, buttery, flaky crust. we got five different styles. Then the other thing that's really exciting about Waco, Old Chicago, this menu is unique to any Old Chicago throughout the country. So this one has our new menu. We haven't launched it anywhere else yet. We have new entrees on there, like Ma's Lasagna. Uh, we have a, a Chicago a Philly a Chicago cheesesteak. So think of Philly and Chicago coming together and making a cheesesteak. So not only do we have great pizzas, we got some fantastic old-school Italian Chicago entrees that are just craveable that I think people keep coming back And that's where I was going to go. The difference between... The old old Chicago and the in, in the restaurant that we that we launched today. Yeah, I mean, it, all we did really was take the old old Chicago and make it better. We've gone back to the drawing board and we're making more things from scratch than the previous old Chicago that was here before. We've gone back to making our our pizza sauce from scratch in house. We're getting the best pi- uh, pizza cheese you can buy in the country, and we're making all our dough from scratch from five simple ingredients: water, yeast, salt, sugar, and flour. It's that simple making pizza, and making simple pizza is making great pizza because it doesn't have all all those additives and other things that weigh you down. So you eat old Chicago pizza, you don't feel like you're ready to go in that carb coma. You're ready to go out and get the rest of your day going because it's a healthy pizza made from scratch with just all natural ingredients. Uh, and obviously you want people to come in and, and, and purchase the product. But yeah. what, are, what are some of the other goals of old Chicago as a member of this community? Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know one of the great things that I love about old Chicago and the reason I came to join this brand is that every old Chicago is unique in their local community. We may be a chain restaurant, but we operate local. You know, today I've already partnered up with the Boy Scouts, the the chief of the fire department here. We're going to support his TAPS program uh, in the spring where they come down. They're going to do all the, uh, the the marching band and the, the bagpipes and the drum corps. And we're going, to, we're going to sponsor that. We're going to get out and find baseball teams to sponsor. And we're going to be really local in the community. We do food drops all the time, everywhere throughout the country. It was something I was really big on during the pandemic was supporting our frontline people. So we were there bringing lunches to the firefighters, bringing lunches to the nurses and doctors at the hospitals. So anything we can do local, we're all about it. You know, come down. If you got something you're passionate about, we'll be passionate about it with you and support the local community because only us can help us. So we got to be part of where we are and where we operate. Man, I, I, I cannot tell you how proud we are to be a part of this thing and, and to uh, to be a part of the the, the, uh, the re-grand opening, if you will. Thanks so yeah. much for having us out. Thanks for being a part of the program. And, man, thanks for being a part of our community. Hey, thanks for having me on today. It was a real pleasure talking to you, Kit, and we're really happy to be back here. That is Rodney Conant. He is the uh, Senior Vice President of Operations, and, man, they do have some fun stuff going on here. Again, you can come by and register for uh, – Free, we got free pizza that we're giving away. We got some gift cards we're giving away, and you can also come by and, and do the uh, and do the deal for Pizza for Life. That runs through Sunday. Come here. We'll give you all the details on how you can do it through social media. So, man, we've we've got it going on here at uh, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Rodney, again, thanks. We appreciate it, and uh, and thanks for having us out. All right, Stephen, let's uh let's let's do it. Let's get into. Let's get into this uh, this college baseball thing here. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know about you, but I thoroughly enjoyed this weekend watching. I, I watched a ton of college baseball. In fact, I'll be honest, I, I got out of church yesterday, put it on, and I didn't turn it off until it was bedtime last night <laughs> because it was wall-to-wall college baseball. And I love it. I mean, it was it was fun to watch. And, you know, I watched the uh, the Arkansas game, and, 
or should I say the North Carolina State game, and, the, and then I watched uh, I watched the, the Texas game last night. So it, there was just, you know, there was a lot of good quality baseball on last night. No, there was. Uh, yeah, that, it was a good slate of baseball for sure. You know, DBU in Virginia, that actually ended today, and unfortunately uh, for, for DBU people that I know around the state, Virginia, they end up getting it done. But they had a good game yesterday early afternoon, and then the Arkansas-NC State situation was amazing. Um, you know, t- late at night, Texas, they get a victory. They really dominated USF. Um, Arizona with a, a really nice uh, series win over Ole Miss. They were pretty dominant in that game three. But uh, let's get down to it. What were your thoughts on that Arkansas game? Uh, we talked a little bit about during Matt's show, um, you know, the, the Kevin Cop situation. I understand trusting him in that scenario. But ultimately, wh- what do you feel like kind of happened with the heart of that lineup? Because – the way Arkansas got there was they just had a team that could mash. In uh, those last two games, when it came down to it, they just couldn't find a way to get big hits. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think they, I think they set a record for home runs in a season uh, in Fayetteville. In in one through nine, one through nine was productive in their lineup, but not in the last two days, Saturday and Sunday. The the top of the order just disappeared offensively and i wonder you know i was sitting there thinking about it i mean are they squeezing the bat too strong you know what i mean are they did the there's no way that the scene got too big was it i mean in but all, all those thoughts started running through my mind why is this team all of a sudden struggling one through six Seven, eight, nine, okay. You know, they did fine. But one through six, all of a sudden, after they scored 21 on Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, they can't, they cannot produce a run. And, and I, I could not figure it out. De- defensively and on the mound, they were fine. Now, you could question, and I, and I think we both do, why you rode. First of all, why are you starting your closure? you got quality arms. Come on. Unless there was something that happened that we just didn't know about. What you know was there was there a was there an issue, you know was was some guys that in, in they, that that wasn't made public. I don't know, you know we don't know what goes on in that clubhouse. And, and but you're right. You turn to a guy that throws for you Saturday, then you're running back back out there on Sunday, and and you know, but end of the day, he pitched well enough to win. If you want to get right down to it, but you gotta produce some runs when you have opportunities, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. No, he pitched well enough to win for sure. Uh, and I mean, ultimately, we're talking about should you run him out there for the ninth or not? Because that's when he gave up the home run. And hindsight yep. is always twenty twenty in those things, Tom. As you know, uh, we all love to second guess once the result actually happens. But going back to the lineup, yeah, I, I don't get it. And they were pushed the limit by Nebraska too. And you could say maybe Nebraska shouldn't have been. Uh, you know, sent to Fayetteville because they won the Big Ten. They were probably better than uh, than they were seeded. It was just the fact that they didn't get to play any non-conference games. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just – I do think there's something to guys trying too hard at the plate, right? Like you, you get behind and it's suddenly yep. like, oh, man, we, we got to score a run. Like we have to score a run. We got to do it now. We, you know, we're, we're Arkansas. We got to get this done. We're at home. And the more you think about that, instead of just trying to have a quality at bat and put the ball in play and make something happen, uh, I do think that pressure starts to mount. But also, credit NC State. I mean, they went in there yesterday. Nobody expected them to get a win. And their third starter was Nails. They came, Their guys came out of the bullpen, and they were great. When Arkansas tied that thing up at two in the eighth, you felt like, okay, here they come. They're going to win. They're going to roar back and win, and it won't matter. 
and uh, the pack came back with a solo home run and, and then closed it out. Quickly before we go to break time, and I know we'll talk to Craig way earlier, but you know that Texas program really well. Um, they have just rolled right now to, to five straight wins and on to, to Omaha. How well are they set up for this College World Series tournament? Uh, because they are a team that has some depth, especially with those starters there, that different guys they can throw out there in different situations. They really do have four quality starters, and you mentioned it earlier. That's what you got to have, particularly if you get in the loser's bracket. You've got to have four quality starters, and then their bullpen is deep. They pitch and play defense. They're not going to score 10 or 15 runs. And I, I thought last night was kind of a kind of a different deal. You know, that I think where they put up 12 last night, but that's not the norm for Texas. I mean, they're not, hey, everybody in our lineup is going to hit 400. That's not that's not how they're built. You know, it's a big ballpark that they play in down at Dish Fog. So they're about pitching and defense, and they've got it. I mean, they really, really are solid. I mean, their they're double play combinations outstanding. They've got great arms. They got they got a bullpen, and you know they're going to use they're going to use timely hitting, and and sometimes they're even going to use small ball to uh, to get it done. But th- I think in the way it's all kind of laid out, Stephen, they've got a chance. I think they've got a really good chance as that number two seed. No, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, the defense has been outstanding. Trey Faltini's a, a great great shortstop. Oh, if you haven't seen him play yet, tune in. You know, over this next week and a half down there in Omaha and. Um, they, they just got a complete team. Like, I think that's the best way to describe Texas. It's not the pitching is what they are, are really excel at and what they're great at, but all three phases, pitching, defense, and hitting, kind of comes together. So I, I think they have a great chance to make a run, um, especially with Arkansas bowing out. I know Vandy's very good. Tennessee's very good. But Texas has been right there, and, and they've showed as of late why they deserve that number two overall seed. No question about it. Absolutely no question about it. All right. It is a 428 as we roll along here. Again, we're at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. We invite you to come by. We're going to be here till 6 o'clock. It's the uh, grand opening or re-grand opening, if you will, and your chance to come by. You could uh, you can uh, register for Pizza for Life. And when we talk about life, we're talking about 20 years. So, I mean, a pizza a month for 20 years. We'll give you all the details when you get here. And you come in, you do a selfie, and, uh, and we'll get you hooked up with all that details plus we're going to register you for some pizzas that we're giving away and some gift cards that we're giving away and we've also got some ranger throw blankets that we're giving away so come see us say hello we'll be here until six o'clock this evening as we broadcast live on espn central texas we get you you're the kind of fan who watches a rangers game and thinks that bat would totally complete my dining room or maybe i've got the perfect spot for that base you're the reason we created the Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com authentics. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. 
shopping. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series, DBU and Virginia this afternoon, and tonight, Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha. Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight, game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1, to one. tip is at 6-30. In Game 4 of the West Semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers, with the Jazz leading that series 2-1, tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back. We are broadcasting live this afternoon from Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room for their grand opening celebration going on here. So, again, if you want to uh, win pizza for life, come by, take a selfie, and uh, we'll tell you how to post it on their uh, on the social media pages for Old Chicago. Joined now on the uh, on the phone lines by the athletic director for Midway Independent School District, uh, Brad Shelter. Brad, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Hey, doing great. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Excited. It's been a good day for the Panthers. Hey, let's let's absolutely let let's talk about it. In in a because I haven't had a chance to visit with you, so let's just kind of walk back through it. Were, were you surprised at all when when Coach Hume decided to uh, to make a move? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, 
certainly with the timing of it, uh, definitely not ideal, but he felt it was a situation that was right for him and in a place he felt comfortable with. And, you know, it kind of is what it is. Comes with the business. He, he didn't he didn't plan it that way, but it's just kind of the way it happened. But yeah, a surprise for sure. Uh, and then got in a got in a hurry real quick. Brad, uh, with the the timing of this, and obviously as you said, had to get in a hurry. We're in the middle of June. Did Shane having familiarity with the program was was that a a, a big help in in the decision of hey we we can bring somebody in who kind of knows what what we're about and, and understands obviously how to hit the ground running in, uh, in a head coaching job? Uh, well, uh, 100%. 100%. Uh, and, and not just a uh, familiarity, but uh, familiarity with him. You know, I've, I've, known, I've known Coach Anderson for, you know, 15, 16 years now and got to work with him with Coach Bechtel, uh, you know, back in the day. And then he left and went to Tyler and came back and was our D.C. under Gamble for four years. So not only was he familiar with our program, and, you know, he comes and plays seven-on-seven seven in the summer and does different – Different, different things in different leagues here. But, you know, we know him, and I've got to watch him grow as a professional, be in his first head coaching job over there, and saw what he did for the culture uh, with player development. And, you know, you know they got a, a, a lot of good athletes at Conley, obviously. But, you know, he developed them, developing those kids and getting them into college and giving them opportunities. So, you know, not only is he familiar with our inner workings and you know, being under Gamble and, and a lot of the programs we instilled with reading with the Panthers and those types of things with Gamble, but, you know, I'm familiar with him, and I've known him a long time, and we have a lot of trust and built between us and a, and a real strong relationship. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it goes both ways. Talking with Brad Shelton, the uh, director of athletics for the Midway Independent School District. Brad, when, when this has happened more often in, in these later months, and in, in I'm, I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are. I mean, not just at your place, but normally you see this happen around December, January, maybe even into February, but you're seeing a lot more movement late. Any particular reason in your opinion? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, Barbara, I mean, there's some really good jobs that, that have come open here in the last, you know, couple of weeks. And I think some of it is just timing. Right. You know, Barber's Hill is a, is a big, high power, you know, high-profile job in Texas, and you know, pays a lot of money, and every coach kind of looks at that one because of the, the salary. But, you know, so people just get opportunities. You never know when those opportunities are going to come along. And, you know, Legacy had a had an issue, and their, their guy resigned and, you know, kind of started the domino for us. And, you know, so you think about it, you extrapolate it out. It's, you know, obviously we landed Shane, but now Conley's got to figure out what they're going to do. And then where does Conley go to hire a coach? And, you know, what, what, you know, what domino does that push over? So, but it is, you know, you, you, this was kind of unheard of, and, you know, after talking to you know talking to a bunch of coaches across the state about the job, and once we posted it, and I you know I heard a million times, oh God, Brad, if this was February, if this was March, you know, man, I, heck yeah, I'd be interested. But you know, it's just it's just timing is what it is, and God has a plan, and you got to have faith and 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 do the best with what we got. Brad, do you uh, did, did you fi- go ahead, Tom? Yeah, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brad, do you keep, like, a couple numbers in your pocket for each sport? I mean, I, I know you can't be caught off guard in this business. Um, do you always have an idea of who you might look for? Does it just depend on the situation when, when a job like this comes open and you have to make those hires? Uh, absolutely. Not, and not so – not necessarily just to, uh, who I'm going to call to try to get interested in the job. I mean, I've got plenty of those. But also just some good people out there to call and talk things through. And, okay, what about this guy, that guy, this program? Uh, this this tree, what you know, 
where did he come from? Uh, you know, it's after doing it, I don't know, these six, seven years, and, you know, this being the second head coach, you know, head football coach job, you know, I, I felt much more prepared to, to go through this process. And, and you know, I don't want to say connected, but, you know, I have the ability to, to make a lot of phone calls, check a lot of references, and, uh, you know, get a lot of feedback from different people, whether they're people in college, coaching in college or at, at, in the DFW area or Houston area. So there's no question. I mean, I, it's, that, that's a big part of it. And reference checking and word of mouth is a, a huge part of getting hires now. Talking with Brad Shelton, the uh, athletic director of Midway High School. And, and Brad, uh, you, every every AD has their own personal process of how they want to do things. Because of the timing, did that did that alter your process in this search? Well, it certainly expedited it. You know, it, we got on it pretty quick. And, you know, before he, you know, I, I knew before he officially resigned that the job was coming. So, you know, obviously we didn't post it or, or talk about it publicly, but... You know, I started kind of getting my brain working around it and, and, and wrap my head around it. And, you know, that, that was the most important thing for me was obviously find the right guy, the right fit, a uh, culture guy with discipline and accountability uh, to come in here. But the timing of it was very important that you got to think about it, Tom. You know, he's got to get an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. He's got to install uh, an offensive game plan and a defensive game plan. You know, he's got to install a bunch of stuff, a bunch of schemes. And we're, I think, 74 days from Round Rock, our first game. So the, the clock is ticking for sure. And, and the other thing is you got to come in and get on top of strength and conditioning, which is going on right now. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're very fortunate. We've got a lot of coaches on staff that are, that are, that are working hard, doing a good job. And Coach Tedford's our strength coach. Uh, he's getting them going. But, you know, like I said, he's, there's going to be a little bit of a transition phase and, and holding kids accountable and making sure they're coming every day and, and working hard when they're here. Uh, you know, the one very fortunate thing that, that we have is, you know, UIL has given us that, that skill development time, that, you know, in the summer to where coaches can work on skill and, and scheme and pull out the footballs. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for that, boy, this is a pretty daunting task. To, to come in and start working and installing stuff, but so very we're very fortunate in the sense, and I and I can see our our summer calendar changing a little bit and trying to add some time and steal some days along the way to to help help with that install process. Brad, thanks. I appreciate your time. I know it's been a a, a crazy day, a hectic day, but also a very exciting day for Midway Panther football. Very exciting. Hey, hey Tom, I appreciate you guys very much. Hey, have a great day, Brad. Thanks. That is Brad Shelton, the uh, director of athletics. Uh, Stephen, I, I I think he's very comfortable with his decision and the decision of the Midway Independent School District. And, and you know, again, the familiarity with Shane and the system, Shane and the program, the program with, with, with Coach Anderson, I, I, I think it made this a pretty, a pretty simple task as far as where they wanted to go and what direction they wanted to go in. I, I think it did. I think it did as well. I think it did as well, Tom. And uh, yeah, good for them to be able to get this done pretty quickly uh, and kind of move on. As 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 Brad laid out there, obviously it's it's a quick turnaround, and it's helpful to have um, you know seven on seven going on right now. It's helpful to have workouts and things in place that they didn't have during the COVID year. But this is still going to be uh, a tall task to kind of get everybody together and get them on the same page. But 
Um, Shane knew, knew that going in. He knows that going in. So uh, he'll, he'll be up for the job. And, uh, yeah, excited to see how that turns out with him there at Midway. So that's our, uh, our visit with Brad Shelton here on this uh, Monday afternoon. Again, we are broadcasting live from Old Chicago Pizza Tap Room. We'll be here until 6 o'clock this evening. You can come by and register for Pizza for Life, take a selfie, and we'll tell you how to post it on their, uh, on their uh, media pages, their social media pages here at Old Chicago. You can also come by and register for gift cards and for pizza. It's all going on right here at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. Hey, when you wrap up the work day at the top of the hour, come on by. Say hello and get registered, and we'll, uh, we'll make you a winner from uh, ESPN Central Texas at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. We are in the Central Texas Marketplace, just off 535. Come by, say hello, and, and uh, we'll visit with you when, when you get here and look forward to seeing you when you arrive. All right, uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into some Ranger baseball. We'll get to our Ranger Roundup. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, there it is. Nice work. Man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BICEP to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BICEP to 321-321. That's BICEP to 321-321. Forgetting a birthday isn't Alzheimer's. Forgetting your own birthday might be. Trouble remembering a name isn't Alzheimer's. Forgetting your child's name might be. If someone you love shows signs of Alzheimer's, start a conversation. You may be their best hope for a better quality of life. Learn the signs at dshs.texas.gov slash Alzheimer's. See the signs. Start a conversation funded by the Texas Department of State Health Services. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce and Partners will be hosting a free job fair Friday, June 18th at the Waco Convention Center from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. This is a free job fair, and many, many potential employers will be there. So if you're looking for a great job opportunity and a great company to work for, come to the Heart of Texas Hiring Fair. No RSVP required. Just show up, dress professionally, bring copies of your resume, and be ready for the on-spot interviews. So come meet your new employer at the free Heart of Texas Hiring Fair Friday, June 18th at the Waco Convention Center from 10 until 2 in downtown Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. We get you. You're the kind of fan who watches a Rangers game and thinks, that bat would totally complete my dining room. Or maybe, I've got the perfect spot for that base. You're the reason we created the Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com authentics. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, so the Rangers last night, or yesterday afternoon, lose to the L.A. Dodgers, and, uh, man, just uh, just a rough day. 5-3 the final. The Dodgers a winner over the uh, Texas Rangers. And Texas with the loss falls to 25-41. and 41. Texas is off today, and then they will uh, they'll be, uh, they'll be back in action tomorrow down in Houston as they uh, continue their uh, their uh, their battle with the Houston Astros. Our stat of the day belongs to Rangers shortstop Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. He extended his hitting streak, Stephen, to 11 games with a single in the ninth. He's now hitting 354 during the streak, and it's the longest streak by a Ranger hitter since Kiner-Falefa's career-best 14-gamer back uh, in August to September of a year ago. The move for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa over to shortstop. What do you think? I mean, is this a guy, uh, and maybe he's not the guy you build the team around, but he's certainly, a, 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 I think, a nice piece, and, and I think he's found a home at shortstop. No, I think he has. I mean, he's been he's a great story. Like, he was a catcher. He came up as a catcher. They moved him to third base. He wins a gold glove there. Moves over to shortstop, and he's doing a nice job um, in that spot right now. You know, tough loss yesterday. Texas did come back and make it a game. They were down 4 nothing for the majority of that contest. And uh, Nick Solak, who's struggling right now, actually had a, a chance to, you know, tie the ball game uh, there with the bases loaded and just couldn't find a way, um, you know, in, in that game. But I'll say this, talking about guys that uh, you can build around, and I do like Isaiah kiner Fleffa. I think he's somebody that can hit at the top of the lineup, the bottom of the lineup. He's going to play really good defense for you. Um, but on Saturday, which was the game they won, Colby Allard threw the ball really well. And this is another player, like, I'm not saying Colby Allard is a, a building block, Tom, for this team moving forward, but he's been used as kind of a middle reliever. He's been used as a spot starter at times, and he's pitched well for Texas. Um, you know, they picked him up basically off waivers a couple years ago f uh, from the Braves, and he came in and did a nice job for them. Um, they won that game 12-1, to 1, so he had a lot of uh, uh, run support, but he pitched five innings didn't give up a run struck out four so maybe that's somebody who you could have some versatility with in that rotation could use a middle relief um that was the big bright spot for me they get blown out friday they win big on saturday lose a close one 
on Sunday. But, yeah, those are two guys, Isaiah Conner-Falefa and uh, Colby Ollard, who I think are, are good players for this team. Maybe not cornerstone players, but at least guys that you can see on the roster down the road in the next few seasons. And, and, what, and, and I think what the Rangers right now, Steven, have to do is I think they have to see if they can find that guy. I mean, we were talking about it the other day, the, uh, the Padres. They're building their ball club around Tatis. Why not? That's the guy you build that team around. But who is that? Is is he even on? He's certainly, I don't think the building block is on the roster, but is he in the system right now? Is there a guy down at AA that you say, okay, a year from now, this is a guy. I, I don't know that he, that they have that guy in the organization. Well, that's the frustrating part as a Rangers fan is you feel like at least if you're rebuilding, you should be pretty stacked in the minor league system, and that's not the case right now. But, yeah, 16 games under 500, that's the goal. Now, uh, we'll see what happens when Josh Young comes up uh, and, and plays some third base for them. He was a really great player at Texas Tech, uh, and that might be somebody who you can kind of see in the middle of the lineup and then playing good defense for you in the infield. But, no, I don't think it's on the roster right now. Dolas Garcia is a great story, uh, but I, I think that balloon's going to pop at some point. We're seeing him come down to earth a little bit as the season's gone on. Um, so they don't have that player at the moment. I think, you know, Kyle Gibson's a good frontline starter for now. Um, I feel like he'd be much better if he was in a number two role, but they don't have that guy. And I don't know, you know, the names outside of young that are great players like Davis Wenzel. He's in minor league system. He's doing a nice job. He's from Baylor. We, we know his game well, but I, I think he's a, a good major league player and that's kind of his ceiling i, I don't see the the franchise kind of uh cornerstone i think they thought that guy was joey gallo and while he hits a lot of home runs he's never put the the full game together and become a, a complete baseball player you know earlier in the year i we, you you brought up gallo who i find to be a fascinating story uh earlier in the year Gallo was walking a lot. I mean a lot. He finally came to the conclusion, hey, if they're not going to throw me strikes and they're going to put me on first base, let me go to first base. But since then, he's kind of gotten away from that, and he's back to that free-swinging mode, and it's either hit at three miles or strike out. And that's I just don't believe that's a building block. I mean, he may be a nice piece that, that plays right field for you for the next several years, but I just don't think you build your team around that type of player no I don't think so either and I did like his approach early in the season too uh, I think honestly he got kind of frustrated with the fact that he wasn't hitting as many home runs and the power starting to come back but the average is dipped because of it he, he is sort of the poster child for what baseball has become in a lot of ways which is true outcomes you know mm -hmm. you're going out there either hitting it you're hitting a bomb you're striking out or you're walking um, and while it's, it's great that he can hit it out of the ballpark. I, I think the challenge for the Rangers is going to be, Tom, I, I'm very interested to see what, his, what he's going to command on the open market. I think they have one more year where they can go to arbitration with him and then he'll become a free agent. And obviously, like Scott Boris is his agent, so I know he's going to want a lot. And I think that's going to be a good case study on kind of where the league is and how they value players like him. Because he, I mean, he's hitting like in the low 200s. But he can hit at 460 feet, and that's, I mean, that's a skill that everybody wants. You know, the conversation we had 
oh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago with, with David Murphy, the former Baylor Bear, the former Texas Ranger, the former Boston Red Sox, and now a member of, uh, it's not Fox Sports Southwest anymore, it is Valleys. But you're talking with David, and David says the analytics teach now, swing as hard as you can, hit it as far as you can. Because my question was simple. Why don't guys shorten up, take it the opposite way? Why don't guys shorten up, put the ball in play? Why don't guys learn to bunt and move runners along? And that's analytics just don't just don't call for that anymore. And the game has changed, and you just don't see f- that fundamental baseball anymore. You see, let's see how far we can hit it. Let's swing out of our shoes. No, and I, I think that's from the top down. I mean, we were talking about Super Regionals earlier. I'm watching DBU Virginia yesterday. And it's a scoreless game in the seventh. And Virginia gets a leadoff double. Uh, and in your mind, you're like, okay, this is, this is a bunting situation. Like, this is bunt 101. Move that guy over to third with less than two outs and then try to manufacture a run. And the batter couldn't get the bunt down. And DBU was in a similar situation later in the game. And they couldn't get a bunt down. And the thing is, Tom, like, we can yell at coaches about it. And I do think, like, I think we're right. Like, there's a point, there's a conversation to be had here. But the problem is if you don't ask them to do it in, in a normal game during the course of a season, then in a moment where it makes a lot of sense and you might need it because you, you, you don't need necessarily need five runs in this inning, right? Like you need one. It's a scoreless game. If you go up one nothing, that's a big deal. But since they don't do it on a daily basis, like asking them to do it in a big situation, it, it's most likely to fail. So it's, it's kind of like that weird chicken and egg thing. But it, it has been almost pushed out of the game completely. It's, it's bizarre to see. And, and for me, I, I don't know about you. I'm an old guy. I, I'm, get them on, get them over, get them in is kind of a thing I like. I mean, particularly in a low-scoring game. I have no problem. I heard, you know, Mosley, uh, Matt, talking earlier today uh, that he likes an 8-8 baseball game. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm as happy as I can be watching a 3-2 ball game in the 8th or ninth inning. I like where strategy and uh, pitching and defense are what the game is all about. I think it's a beautiful thing to watch a low-scoring, well-pitched baseball game. So, you know, to each its own. But with with where we are in the game today and, and, and how it's going today, uh, it's, it's, it's swing out of your shoes, hit it as far as you can, and let's see what happens. So it's just, it's just kind of the, the, the game has evolved to that through, through analytics. And, Stephen, I don't know where analytics got their start, but I wish they'd go away. Well, it's all these data-driven guys that have infiltrated the front office. I mean, you're seeing more and more uh, people making decisions that have backgrounds at, like, MIT and uh, Harvard than they do, you know, 20, 30 years in Major League Baseball. So it's, it's, it's been a fascinating kind of change across all levels. Because, I mean, we were talking with the UMHB baseball coach um, not too long ago. And he said, even at the high school level, I mean, you're seeing more and more kids that are talking about launch angle. And it's like, that's great if you can drive out of the park, but how many players at that level can do that on a consistent basis? So it's, it's, it's uh, gone from the top down now. All right, uh, that is our Ranger Roundup here this afternoon. Good stuff. Love the conversation when it comes to baseball. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we're going to welcome in the new Midway head football coach, Coach Shane Anderson. He joins us next right here on ESPN Central Texas as we broadcast live from Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
it has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. The Jeep Freedom Day sales event is going on right now at Freedom Country in Killeen. And you can catch a great deal on hundreds of vehicles, both in-store or online. And every new Jeep comes with a membership to America's most valuable customer care program, the Jeep Wave Customer Care Program. Get worry-free maintenance for your new Jeep at no additional cost. Come see why you can always buy for less in Killeen. Visit us in-store or online at freedomcountry.com. We're making car buying easy with five makes, two stores, all in one location at Freedom Country. At Carrington Dental, we know the importance of getting proper dental care. And we understand finding the right dental plan can be complicated and time-consuming. That's why we created My Dental Choices. Finding quality, affordable dental care doesn't have to be stressful. With plans starting at $8.95 per month, you can choose between dental discount or dental insurance plans. Simply call and let one of our dental plan experts help you determine which plan is right for you and your family. You'll enjoy significant savings on your dental care, no matter which plan you choose. Life is busy enough. Don't add dental care to your list of worries. Discover an affordable reason to smile. Find out how much you can save on your dental care. Call My Dental Choices today to get a customized dental plan quote for you or your entire family. 800-947-4078. 800-947-4078. 800-947-4078. That's 800-947-4078. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Rangers have an off day before they return to the field tomorrow against the Astros. Over the weekend, the club dropped two out of three to the L.A. Dodgers. They also designated power hitter Chris Davis for assignment. Davis was acquired from the Athletics in a trade for Elvis Andrews. He struggled this season, only hitting 157 with two home runs in 22 games. If Davis is not claimed by another team on waivers, he becomes a free agent tomorrow. Rangers closer Ian Kennedy went on the 10-day disabled list with a hamstring strain over the weekend. Texas baseball is headed to the College World Series for the 37th time in program history. The Horns swept South Florida in a best two out of three series, winning game two Sunday night 12-4. Texas Tech had their season come to an end at the hands of Stanford in their Super Regional this weekend. And Dallas Baptist takes on Virginia in a winner-take-all game this afternoon. Broadcast is at noon. You can see that on ESPNU. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stephen, we're glad you're with us. EP flipping the switches, turning the knobs, and doing those fun things for us, and we welcome you back into the program. We're at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Go ahead and fade that down for me, please. We're at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room here this afternoon. We'll be here uh, until about 6 o'clock, and uh, you can come by and register for Pizza for Life. We'll give you details when you get here on how to do that, and it includes taking a selfie and all that kind of fun stuff. We also are giving away uh, some pizza and some coupons today, and we've got some Ranger throw uh throw blankets that we're giving away so all you got to do is come by and uh and ask for those and we'll give those to you here while we uh broadcast live until about six o'clock joined now by the uh, new head football coach of the uh, midway panthers coach shane anderson shane good afternoon how are you good guys how are y'all doing thanks for having me on appreciate it shane let's uh let's just dive right into this thing uh the difficulty of leaving one one program you you love to to go to another program that I you obviously love. I mean, talk a little bit about just the decision making process for you and your family. Well, you know, anytime you walk away from something that you've been a part of for six years and, and invested, you know, every fiber of your body in the last six years and and poured so much into, it's it's hard to walk away. It's not, it's not hard to walk away because of me. It's hard to walk away because of the great administration, uh, you know, Wesley Hope giving me that opportunity uh, six years ago, our coaching staff there, uh, and the kids there, most importantly. You know, that that's what's hard to walk away from. And, uh, you know, anytime, anytime you walk away, there's going to be some tears shed. And it's been a, a day of roller coaster emotions. But at the same time, uh, you walk away from one, you walk into another, and, and I'm just as equally as excited. Coach, I know you have familiarity with Midway, uh, so I, I'm sure was this a job that when it came open, you just thought, man, I, I have to try to go get this because it's such a good opportunity? There's no there's no doubt. Uh, you know, I told uh, uh, Mr. Holt, my superintendent at Conley, when he hired me in 2015, told him there was one job I'd leave for, and, that, and that's the Midway job. Uh, did I think it was going to come open in uh, the middle of June? Absolutely not. Uh, but, you know, good – Good Lord works in mysterious ways, and it wasn't up to us when it came open. It came open, and, and if, if I wanted to get in on it, I had to get involved, and, and that's what we did. Shane, when when you when you look at the midway job, what what attracted you? What attracted you to to that spot at, at this time? Well, obviously, I've been here before, so I'm, I'm familiar with with midway, the makeup, the community. Uh, you know, obviously, a great fan base. Uh, but what it really came down to was was an opportunity for my family, an opportunity for me uh, as as a head football coach to, to 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 be the head football coach of a 6A program on the big stage with uh, the best facilities and what should be the best program in Central Texas, and uh, you know at the same time still staying close to home and and my parents are still here uh, in Waco and my in laws are in West and so. You know, it was an opportunity to, to, to have your cake and eat it too, so to speak. And so, you know, it's just an opportunity I couldn't pass up on. Shane, this district, everybody talked about it when realignment happened last year. Um, it, it's Metroplex heavy and a lot of really good teams. You know, Duncanville, DeSoto, we can go through the list. But what are your initial thoughts on just trying to, to compete uh, against some really good football teams there at, at uh, the 6A level this coming season? Well, well, my first thought is that that district's out of my control. Mm-hmm. That schedule already made, and there's nothing I can do about it. 
And so what we what we have to focus on as, as a football program is showing up each and every day, each and every week, trying to get as good as we can get, have the best weeks we can have, no matter who's at the end of the week on a Friday night. If we prepare Monday through Thursday like we're supposed to and like we can and like we will, we'll give ourselves the chance to compete at a high level on Friday night. And uh, I think if you do the little things right and, uh, and, you, and you get your culture and your standards right, then I think that scoreboard will take care of itself eventually. Talking with Shane Anderson, the new head football coach of the Midway Panthers. Uh, Shane, you talked about preparation. Uh, obviously, that uh, that involves you and your coaching staff. Talk a little bit about your coaching staff. What what's the makeup going to look like? I mean, w- what can you do at this late date? And you know, or, you know, just kind of walk us through wh- where you are as far as uh, as far as your staff is concerned. Well, you know, um, Coach Hume will be taking a few guys with him that were on this staff, and so they're going to Mansfield Legacy, so that will open up a couple spots. I uh, had a few more guys I met with today that told me they have some opportunities, and just being uncertain with, with change, they may take those opportunities. So I'll have some spots to fill. Um, you know, the thing about the, at the high school level is, is you have spots, but they also are tied to teaching positions, so those spots have to be uh, matches as far as um, – the guys that can teach and, and coach at the same time. And so, you know, right now my big focus, I have, uh, you know, some guys coming in tomorrow that are offensive and defensive coordinator type guys that I've I reached out to at the beginning of this process and told them that if I get the job, you know, I want them to come be a part of it. Uh, you know, and then I have some, some other guys that I know that will uh, match some of these teaching fields we have open. And so hopefully we can move quick on it and hopefully we can have some guys in place. And as we get these guys coming in, uh, you know, I can assure Panther Nation they'll be, first and foremost, they'll be great men, great husbands, great fathers, but they'll be a uh, heck of a ball coaches and, and great for these kids at Midway. And so we're excited about the opportunity to bring some really, really quality guys in here to join some really quality guys that are already here. Shane, what is your philosophy? Are you going to say, "Here's this is our system, or do you look at your, your kiddos and your personnel and go, okay, let's figure out what – what fits these kids the best? I mean, how do everybody does it a little differently? What What is your philosophy on on a system? I'm pretty hard headed guy. You can probably ask my wife, and she'll agree with that. But uh, at the same time, you got to come in here and you got to see what you have. Uh, you know, I can sit here and say we're going to play with a tight end, but if we don't have a tight end in the system, that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so we're going to come in. We're going to evaluate the kids over the next couple weeks, and uh, you know. Let them keep doing what they've been doing and just try to evaluate them and try to, you know, bring them up to speed with our expectations and the standard that we want to work at. And then when we get back from 4th of July, we'll really hone in on, on some scheme. And But as far as answering your question, Tom, I just think that uh, it's, it's really hard to say what we're going to do. We, we want to score more touchdowns than they score, and uh, <laughs> we want to we be sound in the kicking game. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's the philosophy we're going to take is try to score more than they score and, and keep them from scoring. Shane, I know you got a lot to do over the next few weeks and in the next few months. We uh, we appreciate your time today. We uh, we wish you the very best, and we're very excited for you. Hey, thank you guys so much, and uh, appreciate all y'all do for Central Texas sports and Central Texas football. Look forward to talking to you guys soon.
Talk to you soon, Shane. Thanks. That is uh, Shane Anderson, the uh, head football coach of the Midway Panthers. That sounds kind of strange, doesn't it, uh, Stephen, <laughs> to introduce him that way because we're so used to introducing him as Shane Anderson, the head coach of the Conley Cadets. So, and, and, and now he has a great point. W- what direction does Conley turn and go? Yeah, it's a, it's a good job, Tom, that he's leaving for sure, and he's had a lot of success there. So really curious to see where they go and uh, – like what he said there at the end, I mean, hey, we're talking about scheme, we're talking about fit, all those things. Bottom line is, though, if you are if you want to run a bunch of two-back sets and you get there and you don't have two real... Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Think of everything you do to provide for your family. A home, food on the table, health care, vacations, and saving for your kids' education. It's all good as long as you're alive. But it's only a drop in the bucket of what they'll need if you die without life insurance. Buying term life insurance is not something you can afford to put off. Call the Term Lifeline now for the lowest possible rates on quality term life insurance. Term life rates are at all-time lows, and we can save you up to 70%. If you already have coverage, you could be paying too much. One call could save you thousands of dollars. We have great rates for smokers, too, or if you have health problems. Providing for today is good, but it's not enough if you die prematurely. Call the Term Lifeline today for a free quote. Protect your family and see if you could save up to 70%. 866-549-TERM. 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 That's 866-549-8376. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series. DBU in Virginia this afternoon and tonight Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha. Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight. Game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1. Tip is at 6-30. In game four of the West semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers with the Jazz leading that series 2-1. Tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the stretch, the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out for the 37th time. In its history, more than any other school in the nation, the Texas Longhorns are going to the College World Series. The Longhorns defeat South Florida, and they are Omaha bound in 2021. That is Craig Way, the voice of the Texas Longhorns, and the audio courtesy of 104.9 The Horn. And speaking of Craig Way, he joins us now. Well, Mr. Way, you're headed back to Omaha. In I think you're quite familiar with how to get there. <laughs> well, you're right, Tom. It's uh, it's going to be my ninth trip with the Longhorns and my 11th overall, counting a couple of times 
uh, working national radio for Westwood One. But you know what? It never, ever, ever, ever gets old. I'll, I'll take that trip every single time. And when you've been away from it, and it was three years ago the last time they went, and four years prior to that, and three years prior to that, there's been a little bit of separation over the last decade as opposed to when they were going pretty regular. That went four straight years from 02 through 05. So got used to it, and you hope never to take it for granted, though, because it's so difficult as a lot of teams are finding out this year to be able to get there. We were talking earlier today about Texas and, you know, the uh, in the in the makeup of the ball club and the in the build of the ball club. Craig, this club is, is really, it really, in my opinion, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, this the M.O. of this club is all about their pitching and defense. That's what they've hung their hat on all season long, Tom. You know, because uh, you were there and helped us out on a few broadcasts this season, and you saw where they set it up with their Friday night, Saturday night, and then, and then it just kind of morphed into what they did on Sunday afternoons. Friday night was Ty Madden all season long. Saturday, Tristan Stevens, who uh, winds up right now leading the club and wins. He has 11 victories this year. Those two guys have been the one-two punch. And then uh, it started off with Colby Kubitschek, and then when he wobbled a little bit, Pete Hansen, who was supposed to be the weekend guy anyway, but who had a, a long road back from COVID and a couple of injury issues, slowly but surely built up his velocity, and he's been a devastating left-hander down the stretch. So they've got a one-two-three punch, and I, I know, I know, and I'm in complete agreement that Vanderbilt's one-two duo of Kamar Rocker and Jack Leiter is probably the best one-two starting combo in the country. But I don't know if there's a better one-two-three combo in the country than the three the Longhorns will take. And the ERA shows it at 2.89, which leads the nation and team to earn run average. Craig, I know it's a team that's answered the call all year long, but did, did they show you something? You know, USF hits that two-run bomb um, in game one to tie the ball game to, to immediately come back and walk it off in the ninth. Did that show uh, that this team was really, you know, ready to, to battle and, and kind of win a mentally tough game like that at home? I think it was a, an affirmation of what they kind of been doing. They, they, just, they just had a real, uh, you know, business-like approach about them. They've never really gotten too high or too low. And uh, in talking to David Pierce before the game yesterday, he said it was the, one of the things he continues to be proud of with this team, that he goes, there's no finger pointing, there's no uh, getting up by anybody about it. It's like, okay, let's go back to work and do it. And and here's and, and this, I think, touches on something that we've all seen with teams that get to Omaha. They find other guys to step in. Now, for this ball club, certainly Zach Zubia and Ivan Melendez have been a big one-two punch in the middle of the lineup with Cam Williams. They've, they've been big. But lately, it's been the bottom-of-the-order guys to do it. Trey Faltini, who's known really mainly, and rightfully so, for his glove at shortstop, has an 11-game hitting streak going. He's done a tremendous job. And then even Silas Arduan found a way to get on base to set the table for Eric Kennedy, the number nine guy in the lineup, to hit that double off the wall for the game winner uh, on Saturday night. And then, and then everybody got into the act last night. So I think it's been the, the sum of the parts, and so often we've seen that with teams that advance to Omaha. It's the sum of the parts, pitching, defense, and timely offense. Talking with Craig Way, the voice of the Texas Longhorns. Craig, uh, I, I want to throw a couple at you here real quick, a couple ABs that uh, were interesting to me. 
uh, for different reasons. Number one, talk about Peyton Powell, the Robinson Rocket, who who got an A-B, got a base hit, and, and, and some headsy base running as well. And then also talk about the DJ Petrinsky moment. I, I'm telling you, as you know, I've done some of the some of the work for you, and, and, and you know, you get to know these guys and, and know what they're about with the program. And that DJ Petrinsky moment was kind of special. You know, uh, both uh, moments there, I think, Tom, were, were special. I think of a couple of things. First of all, you and I were in Huntsville to call uh, Peyton Powell's final high school game when they got eliminated there uh, by Sweeney in the in the uh, state playoffs in the quarterfinals a couple of years ago, and it seems like a decade ago, and that was, that was just two years ago in 2019. He's had to be patient. He's had injuries. He had, uh, he had to deal with some COVID protocol things. All of that, and yet he's been patient and worked the process, and David Pierce believes in him. He really does. He's talked about him on several occasions. He thinks Peyton can be a guy who can be a major addition to this ball club going forward. So that was one thing, and it was good to see him get out there and get a get a hit and then score on the Williams homer. And then you brought up D.J. Petrinsky. Uh, you know, he's kind of the old man of the group. He's technically a six-year senior. He's really in his seventh year of, of uh, college baseball counting what happened with COVID. And, and Tom, I know when you helped us out, you called some games where you played with the Longhorns. But I'm willing to bet when you were calling McLennan games, you did games when he was playing for Hill College uh, back in 2016 and 2017. <laughs> so he's, he's been around a long time. He was their starting catcher in 2018 when they were in Omaha the last time. There's three guys left from that team that was there three years ago. Uh, unfortunately, Austin Todd is unable to go. He injured his shoulder earlier in the season. It did, however, uh, create an opportunity for Doug Hodo, who stepped in and done a fine job, the fresh redshirt freshman in right field. But Todd is out. And then, he, of course, missed a full season with a labrum injury. And then, of course, the other is Zach Zubia, Mr. Reliable, who's reached base now in 38. There's lots of great stories surrounding this team, as there are for all eight teams that wind up advancing Omaha. Craig, I know you've seen some uh, great ones, and there's been some great defensive players come through that program, but where does Trey Faltini kind of rank for you at, at that shortstop position making plays? Well, it's a great question. You know, we, we had a really good one down here a couple of years ago in David Hamilton, who, who's uh, right now having a good run in the minor leagues, uh, and, and he was one. But, you know, talking to a guy who knows – more baseball than I do. Keith Moreland, who was a three-time All-American at Texas and batted 410 in the 1975 National Championship team and is my broadcast partner on some uh, road games and works the home telecast for Longhorn Network. He thinks that Faltini is probably the best defensive shortstop this program's ever had. Now that is saying something for a, a program that's made 60 NCAA tournament appearances and about to make its 37th trip to Omaha and has been to the College World Series in all nine decades that the event has existed. To say that he's the best of all time, the best fielding shortstop of all time, it goes away, but I can see what he means by that. Trey gets the ball. He made a play last night in the game. And, fellas, there was a sequence in the game, and I know you'll, you'll, you'll think about this with me here, in the fourth inning when South Florida was making a push. They had runners at first and second, nobody out. There was a ground ball keeping the hole at short. Somehow, A, Faltini got to the ball, and B, fired it A, to get the lead runner. And I think it so uh, threw off the third base umpire, Morris Hodges, he forgot it was a force play and called the runner safe. Of course, everybody went ballistic. The umpires got together. They didn't even have to uh, 
go to replay and said, you do know that was a force play, right? And, oh, okay, okay. So, because, you know, Trey makes those kind of plays that, that a lot of guys just simply can't make. So you have that. Then Antico makes a great play in the outfield to limit a shot with a gap to just a single. It got a run home for South Florida that left runners on the corners with one out. Then they tried to squeeze. Tristan Stevens flipped it to the plate. Ardwan put the tag on, on the runner, at, and that was out number two. And then Stevens got a cold third strike for the final out. They limited the damage to one run. That one defensive inning is really emblematic of what this team has done on a consistent basis this year. Craig, uh, as uh, as the Horns get ready to make their uh, their journey to to Omaha, just in simplistic terms, what does this club have to do to come home with another championship? Well, I do think they want to hit a little bit better. Uh, obviously, the four, five, and six guys, uh, Ivan Melendez and Cam Williams, uh, they they you know they they want to get going. I think in Doug Hodo, those three guys went a combined 0 for 12 in game one of the Super on Saturday night. Now, they turned it around last night. Melendez had only one hit the entire lately. He did come up with a base hit in his final at bat there before he was then lifted later for Peyton Powell, who we talked about. Uh, and But Cam Williams walked four times to the plate there. And uh, Keith Moreland and I are on the broadcast, and I said, uh, he said, boy, how rare would it be to walk five times in a game? And I asked Keith, I said, what's the most you've ever walked in a game? He said, four. And, I said, and then Cam takes a big cut, and he misses. I said, I have a feeling that Cam does not want to walk a fifth time. And Keith goes, well, it still might contribute. And about that time, he just hit it up by the UIL building. I mean, it was over the 405 uh, sign in, in or the 405 mark in deepest left center field. So he got going again. Hodo got going again. Uh, and I think if they have the middle of the lineup go, because the top of the lineup is doing its job. Maybe getting Mitchell Daly going a little bit better again might help, but uh, Mike Antico has been incredible. He has 39 stolen bases this year. He has scored 64 runs from the leadoff and a tremendous job. So if they can get the middle of the lineup a little more amped up, I think the pitching and defense can handle the rest. Well, Craig, we appreciate the time today, as always. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, a lot of fun watching those games. Uh, in, in the atmosphere, had to be just electric last night, didn't it? Oh, it was something else. Over 7,200 last night. And it has been a while since they had that kind of a turnout, obviously, in uh, the pre-pandemic times. So it was great to see. It was an electric environment, and everybody had a wonderful time. And, and now they're hoping they can carry the good times north. Craig, thanks. Appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy your trip to Omaha, buddy. Hey, have a deep dish for me up there. I love that place. <laughs> we'll do. We'll talk to you soon. That is the uh, voice of the Texas Longhorns and the voice of the UIL, Craig Way, joining us uh, from Austin after the uh, Longhorns win it uh, yesterday, 12-4. to and, 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 Stephen, you brought up a great point. Uh, the way that the Longhorns won the game in a walk-off in the, in the bottom of the ninth, uh, on Saturday, you just kind of felt like that if they could get off to a good start on Sunday, that that they could go ahead and take care of business, particularly when you're playing a club that had never, ever been in a Super Regional. And quite frankly, you know, two or three games over 500, it got hot at the right time. And this, was, this was not a club that played well from February to June. It was a club that got hot in the end. 
No, you're right. Austin, uh, you know, Crystal Conte, maybe you should send a gift basket to uh, the Florida Gators for bowing out like they did in the regionals. But USF got there, <laughs> and they played well in game one. But, Tom, you know, as somebody who's been at big games like that, if the road team, that was a two-run homer, they had two outs in the ninth. They were down their last strike. Like, you talk about the air coming out of a stadium. Everybody went from clapping it on their feet to just, oh, no, oh, man, this is this is a terrible thing. So the fact that you're able to bounce back in the next half inning and come back with a walk-off, I think that shows that David Pierce's club um, is ready for prime time. They understand the assignment. They understand what they have to do, and, and they have that kind of winning mentality and the ability to get it done and close it out. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, it was uh, it was that was just the way it, it, you, they get a guy on second. I mean, it's it's now th- what a three three ball game. They get a guy on second, then they smoke a double over the center fielder's head, and boom, you walk it off with a four three win. So, and then they came out yesterday, got off to a fast start, and and won rather comfortably, going away uh, twelve to four the final there. Who do you like uh, fi- uh, tonight uh, in the Mississippi State? Notre Dame, my winner-take-all game. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I expect a lot of runs. Um, I'm going to take Mississippi State at home. (laughs) I I think they're good enough to get it done, even though Notre Dame um, smacked them around yesterday. But it's a toss-up. Both those teams can can really hit the ball. It's going to come down to, Tom, as you know, who who can survive? It's it's a war of attrition with arms, and who can kind of survive and get good innings from their from their pitchers tonight is is the team that's going to advance. And, and, you know, the interesting thing is that's a Notre Dame team that scored 50, count them, 50 runs in their three regional wins that they hosted in South Bend uh, last weekend. So it is a team that can score and score in big bunches. Yeah, it's, it's like you said about Kansas State, right? Like teams in that kind of Midwest area, it's snowing in February. What are you going to do? Well, hey, why don't we go to the batting cage here indoors and try to work on some things? They might not have a bunch of guys that can throw 98, but uh, they can hit the ball. And sometimes, especially in these tournament settings, even though the Super Regional is obviously a series, uh, that can be huge because if you can score, then you can, you know, sort of stay alive in, in advance. All right, we are uh, we are broadcasting live from Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room, where you can come by and register for free pizza that we're going to give away here in about a half an hour. We're also going to give away some gift certificates here in about a half an hour. Uh, we got some uh, some blankets, some Ranger blankets, uh, throw blankets for the living room that uh, you can come by and we'll hook you up with, and uh, we'll also. Uh, We'll also explain to you how you can register for Pizza for Life. And we're talking about a very cool deal that they got going on here, registering now through Sunday. And all you got to do is come by, do a selfie, you know, just take a selfie, and then we'll tell you how to post it to their social media pages, and, and that'll get you registered up. So uh, a lot of fun. We, uh, we This is just a cool place, and, and I'm, I, for one, am glad that they're back open and, and, uh, and going, going gangbusters here this afternoon. And as uh, Matt Mosley talked talked about earlier today there are i don't know 15 20 uh flat screen tvs all locked in on sporting events and uh and we're just having a great time watching watching sports here this afternoon all right uh, let's take a second let's talk about circle drug at 3211 robinson drive that's at the corner of robinson drive and garden drive you know when you're heading down new road uh you cross under the interstate uh and then then it becomes garden drive and they're at the corner of garden drive and robinson drive 3211 robinson drive steve doc everett and the entire crew man they just unbelievable people they do a a tremendous job they're locally owned in in independently operated and 
your uh, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs, whether it be uh, whether it be uh, diabetic shoes and inserts. And by the way, when they do things like that for you, they will help you file the insurance. So you know, because I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Uh, you know. Tell me, walk me through this, but they'll certainly do that for you. They offer free delivery to your home or office, and, uh, of course, uh, diabetic testing supplies, walkers, wheelchairs, prescriptions, you name it. it, it it's kind of like a an old-fashioned pharmacy. You walk in and they, hey, how you know, how's your daughter, how's your son, uh, how are you doing? You know, they, they know your name, and, and just it's, it's that they make you comfortable doing something that, to me, is a little uncomfortable. I mean, dealing with you know, medical issues and, and, and that kind of thing. It's just not my cup of tea, but they certainly make you feel comfortable when you go in there. Uh, and, of course, uh, and that's where I did my vaccination. I'm uh, fully vaccinated, uh, took the COVID vaccine, and, and got it taken care of right there at uh, Circle Drug, and you certainly can too. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6, and Saturday from 9 until 2 o'clock. So, and that's what I love about them on Saturday. I mean, you go work a half a day. If they were to just be open a half day, then it doesn't do you any good. But if you work a half day, then uh, on Saturdays, like I do a lot, then you can still get by there because they're there until 2 o'clock on Saturdays. We're talking about our good friends at Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on the Monday Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we hear from Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, on the proposed expansion of the college football playoff. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Howdy, Waco. This is Joe Blanick from Blanick's Custom Catering saying thank you for your business. Whether it's a company luncheon or a formal sit-down meal, a wedding or a quinceanera, Christmas party or birthday party, we cater to your needs and desires. We will work with you on your budget to give you the most for your dollar. Remember, Blanick's for all your catering needs. 753-5444 or Blanick's.com. Get the latest in Baylor Championship gear from the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, orthopedic spine care, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Here again is John Morris. 
And back on the day's Spectrum Big 12 buzz, you heard last week about the proposal to expand the college football playoff from its current four-team format to 12 teams beginning in 2023. Here's Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, talking about the proposal from a Big 12 perspective plus Baylor Incidentally, Baylor would have been in the playoffs with an expanded field, certainly in 2014 and also in 2019. Yeah, I think that's what makes it exciting. You know, when you, when you think it's your your own particular fan base, and as you you mentioned, you know how how does this how does this work for Baylor? Well, if it's if it's positive for the Big 12 conference, um, one, it's gonna it's gonna translate down and it's gonna be positive for Baylor. And, and I do think this is this is really positive for the Big 12 Conference. And, and I think uh, more years than not, we're, we would have two in. And there's there's even a couple of years where we, we could have three in. And uh, so, again, I, I think it's really positive for the Big 12. And and I also think it's really, really positive for us, for, for Baylor. Um, you mentioned the 2019 season, right? We're, we're in. And we're, mm-hmm. we're playing. You know, we're playing in. And we're probably hosting, and you think about that. You know, I, I can't remember, but I certainly think after the championship game against Oklahoma, maybe we dropped to seven or eight. But, you know, if you're seven or eight, we, we would have been hosting one of, one of those first games. And so how cool how cool would that, would that have been? And so, um, again, I, I think it's great and exciting for, for, uh, for, for Baylor. That's Baylor A.D. Mac Rhodes on the proposed expansion of the college football playoff. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Morris Show. It's one Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before. Maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the, the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Ha ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts in Child Development, Associate of Arts in Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. All right, welcome back into the program. This is the grab bag. This is where we talk about this, that, and the other. And Stephen, let's begin with with NFL football. Let's uh, let's begin with the New England Patriots. And and uh, after uh, ten days after suffering a minor injury to his throwing hand, uh, Cam Newton back participating with uh, in in the uh, in the mini, mini camps. Yeah, Cam, it'll be interesting to see how they handle him this year, Tom. Um, I, I remember when they signed him late in the process last year, I thought, oh, here come the Patriots again. They found a guy for cheap that's going to do great things for him. We all know that didn't really work out like they thought it would. Uh, but Mac Jones, he was a, a late first-round pick. You know, how ready is he going to be? I think Cam is the bridge guy. How long does that bridge last? Is it 10 games? Is it 12 games? But bottom line is right now, you need him out there doing reps with the first team. You need him mentoring Jones as much as he can, trying to get him up to speed on that offense. And uh, you can't replace those practice reps. And also for Cam, he didn't get to play uh, in the offseason last year. So I'm sure it's helpful for him to be back learning that offense again. I I know it's June, but where are we, man? I mean, you got Stenham, you got – uh, you got Mac Jones, and of course you got Cam. W- where is Belichick on this thing? I mean, who who's the guy? I mean, who do you? you and as you mentioned, are you bridging it for Mac? I mean, where does St- Stenham's just a third year guy? Where does he fit into the equation? Yeah, I think Stenham's out of the picture. I, I feel like the Mac Jones draft pick told you that. Now it's interesting because when Brady left, they didn't sign someone for a long time, and all. The Patriots writers and, and the national media as well were like, oh, well, they really love Jarrett Stenham. I mean, they love him. They think he can do this. They think he can start. Well, end of the day, they go and sign Cam Newton, and now they go and draft another quarterback. So I don't think they're comfortable with him as their starter. I feel like it's Cam until Mac is ready, and they're probably hoping that Mac Jones is ready sooner rather than later. All right, uh, let's let's talk golf, and this is—I mean, this is such a bizarre story all the way around. John Rahm is out of isolation, and he's able to travel. The third-ranked player in the world uh, said via Twitter on Saturday that he had two negative COVID-19 tests 24 hours apart, which allowed him to end his quarantine in Ohio and prepare him for next week's U.S. Open. Here's a guy about to win a million bucks playing golf. He's got a six-stroke lead. And the PGA Tour yanked him off of the tour, off of the golf course, and said, you're positive, partner. Uh, so, I mean, just where is John Rahm's mind, you think, today as, as he gets ready to start preparing for, uh, you know, for the U.S. Open? But, man, doesn't he have to be wondering what if? Oh, he'd have to. And, I mean, he's been more gracious than I think a lot of us would through this, uh, through this whole scenario, at least publicly. Um, but it's it's just bizarre. You know, I, I understand, even though I think we're getting to a point now where can, can we start to phase some of this out? I get I get the necessity for COVID tests. I do, and I don't want to dismiss it. Um, but we're seeing more and more events at 100% capacity. We're seeing 
uh, leagues kind of turn the corner on this. Bottom line, though, no matter how we feel about that, like, why are you waiting to get this test result when he's halfway, like, when he's done with his round? That doesn't make any sense, Tom. I mean, if you're going to do this, test these guys before the event. It's only a weekend. And then if they're negative, just let them play out the weekend. I, I don't get the protocol. I don't get the procedure. And it's another thing that I'm very happy about as, as more and more people get vaccinated and this starts to get phased out is that we don't have, you know, things getting put on hold and things getting paused just because of these positive tests. All right. And, and I, I'll be the first to tell you I don't get this, and but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it anyway. Senators were largely divided along party lines last Wednesday as they debated to what extent Congress should be involved in reforming college sports during the summer when options for college athletes to make money will be expanding. Reforming college athletics, uh, boy, that is a slippery slope, Stephen. In my opinion, number one, I think we're I think we're in a in an era now where there's a lot of things that are changing, and I'm not so sure that they're for the good of college athletics. But no, hang on, they're changing no matter what. Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, name, image, and likeness, I'm okay with it. I think there's obviously some consequences to it that we probably don't consider on the surface, but just the actual issue of college sports, especially revenue sports, make so much money. Letting kids have an opportunity to make some money outside of just a scholarship, I feel like is a good thing. Now, here's my, my issue. This is an NCAA problem because what happened here is the NCAA dragged their feet on this. They knew that the momentum was was moving this way that most I think at this point most of the public thinks hey this is something that's fair that we should allow kids to do um, and they can kind of go out and get their own endorsements and they didn't do anything about it so states started passing laws that say hey yeah if you're a college athlete you can start profiting off your likeness in July well now the NCAA if they come out with a, a rule that's different than some of these states well state law supersedes what the NCAA is doing so there's confusion all across the country, and now they're desperately trying to get Congress to do something about it. We all know Congress doesn't do anything quickly, and obviously and hopefully they have better priorities than college sports and reforming it. So they, they're caught here without a plan, and now it's going to hurt the sport because you're going to see. I don't know how this ends, Tom, but it's going to be pretty messy if we have a scenario where states like Florida um, and Georgia that have passed these laws allow kids to start benefiting off their name, image, and likeness, and other states don't have that opportunity. That's a huge recruiting advantage, a massive recruiting advantage. So hopefully they can find a way to do this, but they're trying to get Congress to bail them out, and we know that's probably a bad plan. Well, how about the first sentence? Largely divided along party lines. Doesn't that tell us all we need to know? Yeah, that's every issue that goes there. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can tell them the sky is blue and they're going to vote based on, you know, what party they're in this is not about this is not about the actual issue but that's another part of it the the um you know logistics of it and actually getting it passed are tied up in politics and that's not how sports should work but the ncaa um they failed on this issue and they failed on a lot of issues as of late but it's it's gonna be a mess if we see you know that kind of um juxtaposition between states where some have this opportunity and others don't that's going to be a, a huge problem across the college sports landscape. All right. Let's uh, let's kind of climate close this thing down here by circling back to college baseball. I want to get your thoughts on 
who do you like uh, in Omaha? And you know the the question I have, and here's what I can't figure out. And of course, we weren't there, so we don't know. Did Tech play poorly, or did Stanford just take them to the woodshed? And is Stanford a team that, uh, quite honestly, we all kind of overlooked because they're sitting out there on the West Coast, kind of doing their thing? I think that's a possibility. I mean, the Pac-12 had a good weekend. Uh, they got a couple teams in there, um, and Stanford. Their their arms this weekend were just electric. They did a great job against what we know is a very good tech offense, especially when they're in Lubbock. I mean, as far as the College World Series goes, um, I and I know this is kind of like well, duh, but I really like Vandy in Texas, and it's just because at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to who can pitch and who can survive a, a long tournament style uh, baseball situation like this, and those two teams are the ones in my mind that are set up the best, but. You know, Tony Vitello's done a great job at Tennessee. They can really hit the ball. You got two teams in Notre Dame and Mississippi State that can hit the ball. Um, Virginia, I, I think, Tom, their magic's going to run out here. I feel like they're a team that uh, has sort of gotten hot at the right time. But if you're asking me, like, who do I think could win it all, I, I, I feel like Vandy and Texas should be the odds-on favorites. And then you kind of uh, taper off from there. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think they're both uh, they're built to be. They're built to be successful in in Omaha, and I think, and I don't think that's by accident either. I think, you know, when you, when you look at, uh, at at the coaching staffs and David Pierce at Texas, and and uh, it, I, I think they build those teams to say, hey, not only what's how can we be successful in our in our home ballpark where we're going to play thirty games a year, but how can we be successful? in Omaha, and and I think it's with pitching and defense, and they've certainly built their clubs that way. So, uh, yeah, I I tend to agree with you. But I I am fascinated by Stanford. I'll tell you that right now. After what they did to to Tim Tadlock's team in Lubbock, I'm going to certainly pay attention to what their their club is all about when they get to to Omaha. Well, and, and on the Stanford front, you know, I was talking about their pitching, which was fantastic, but they also scored 23 runs over two games, Tom, and they were hitting the long ball a little bit. So, they, they're a formidable group, and, uh, yeah, uh, yep. again, as you said, kind of West Coast, Pac-12, didn't know a lot about them going into it, but they certainly proved they're a heck of a ball, uh, ball club going into Lubbock and getting it done. All right, so he, he, here's where we're at. Uh, we're at Old Chicago Pizza Tap Room. We'll be here for another few minutes. Hope you'll come by and uh, say hello. And, again, uh, they're, they're going to be giving away pizza for life, which is about a 20-year deal. So you, you win a pizza a month for the next 20 years, and you can do it. All you got to do is come by here, and when you're here, uh, you take a selfie. And then you post it to their social media pages, and they'll tell you how to do that when you get here. And you got until Sunday evening, so you got a whole week to get it done. And you come by, and you get that done. And then, uh, heck, you may be the winner of Pizza for Life. Uh, earlier today, they gave away. You ready for this, Stephen? They gave away the first 100 people through the door at 11 o'clock received a uh, received uh, free pizza. I think for. Uh, for a month, so it, it was. I mean, they've given away a lot of product here at uh, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room, and and they had they had a line out around the corner of the building waiting to get that uh, th- that free pizza. So, and the first 100 people were, were winners. So, I mean, it was uh, it's been an incredible day here at Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. We uh, man, we do appreciate you listening and being a part of the program thanks to ep garth back in uh, in the uh, in the master control 
All right, Stephen, I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to now. In, in, in I, I know you don't want to go into a lot of great detail, but I want to I want to congratulate you and your family. Tomorrow's going to be a very special day. Uh, for those who don't know, Stephen and his family will be growing tomorrow as um, as the as a, a bouncing baby little Stephen, I guess, is coming into this world. <laughs> do we know what it is, by the way? Yes, we do. Uh, no, thanks. I, I don't mind sharing a little bit. Uh, we were having a baby boy. His name is going to be Sawyer. And he will be born. Hopefully. Are you kidding me? See, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer. How yep. cool is that? I know. And you're Tom, so we can get you together, and it'll be like Tom Sawyer. It'll be a good deal. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, we're so we're going tomorrow to the hospital, and Kristen, my wife, is going to get induced. So this will be fun. It, our first two children, our oldest two kids, I should say, have were adopted. So this is the first like labor and delivery experience for us, which will be nice. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but yes, I'll, I'll make sure and share with everybody and, and update everyone. And um, it's it's a fun time, and I'm really you know happy that God's blessed us with uh, with another kid. Yeah, uh, there you go. And, and and we will keep you guys in our thoughts and our prayers. And the good Lord has blessed your family, and we uh, we are excited for you and cannot wait for little Sawyer to arrive and and be a part of the ESPN Central Texas family. So, hey, good luck to you guys tomorrow, and keep us posted, brother. Thank you, Tom. Talk to you soon. All right, that's it for us. Thanks for uh, calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the program. We will talk to you again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Until then, have yourself a wonderful evening.